When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, America, we have breaking news, and it is huge news for the Kansas City Chiefs. Four-time Pro Bowler Chris Jones, the holdout is officially over. A new one-year deal. It doesn't add more years to his contract, but it has multiple incentives to earn considerably more money this season. For context, Chiefs want to be a repeat Super Bowl champs. Hasn't happened since 2003-2004. They lost to the Detroit Lions opening week. Thursday, in large part because they didn't have Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey also injured. Now, Shady, you won a Super Bowl with Chris Jones. You know Chris Jones. You know Chris Jones' agents. You know the Kansas City Chiefs. How big is the addition of Chris Jones back to the team? Only if they could have got this thing done a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. They'd probably win that game against Detroit. But I'm excited for the Chiefs because I told you, they cannot win a championship without Chris Jones. No. He's that special spark they get on defense. He's mm-hmm. that type of guy where they might need a tackle for loss. They, now it's third and 15 or third and 16. Now that you, he got a tackle for loss or, or a sack. He's that type of guy where he closes the games out when you need it. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is a, is a beast. Yes, Andy Reid's a beast. Travis Kelsey, obviously he's a beast. But there's a come a time when the defense got to make plays. Mm-hmm. And if you notice from the, the, from the past, the Chiefs' defense wasn't like no, no shutdown Not defense. Never has been. But – Sometimes, here and there, they don't get them big stops. And who's in the big stops? Yeah. Chris Jones. Yeah. I'm happy that they got this thing together. I just talked to his agent. I, I guess they're working out, you know, some of the numbers a little bit, but they, they, they have come to an agreement in some sense. Shady, for the sake of the viewer at home, break down how important having a Chris Jones is. So when you were playing running back and you're in your offensive meeting rooms, if a team has a great defensive tackle, schematically, are you talking about, hey, run away from him this way, run away from him that way, run a trap play, leave him unblocked to let him come up the field, run a wham play, mm. like schematically, yeah. just so the viewer can understand how a Chris Jones changes a game. So play. just to simplify, uh, you know, that's Texas his brain of his. He got, you know what I mean? He's, you know, he's going everywhere with it. He's right. But the game plan, honestly, I like that. the game plan is for Chris Jones. Chris Jones, guys like Aaron Donald, wherever they're at, we got to find a way to take, to take them out the game plan, take them out the way. If, if, if he's on the left side, we're going right. If he's double teaming him, whatever you got to do to get him out the way, that's what you got to do. And Chris Jones, he's that good. Where when a team plays the Chiefs, they know, well, where's 95 at? Yeah. He on the left? Okay, we're going to the right. Yeah. He's that good. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They do not win a championship without Chris Jones. Uh, we, we all know that. So this is huge. They're able to get him back in the building. And we all know when quarterbacks are uncomfortable, no matter who you are, they don't really play really good football, mm-hmm. right? You just showed a really good clip of Tua stepping up in the pocket delivering the, mm. delivering the pass. If it's pressure coming down the middle instead of outside the edge, then we, then we got action, right? You got your closer back. Chris Jones closes games. It ain't about how many points you give up and all that. Chris Jones closes games. Chris Jones keeps teams behind the sticks with him getting sacks and all that. You need your closer back, right? And you need to make the quarterback uncomfortable. I remember when we played the Broncos with Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware the year they won the championship. We was both 7-0, and right? They used Von Miller just kind of like they're using Michael Parsons, putting him over the guard and the center and all that. And I remember... After one play, Aaron came in a huddle and he said, if your route at 15, run it at 10. If it's at 10, run it at 5. And we like, we're not getting open on Tlaib and Harris and all that like that. And in my mind in that moment, I said, this game here, over. <laughs> because they was already in there and here. The pressure was coming. It's over. And that's what Chris does. He makes these quarterbacks uncomfortable. That's how the picks come. The turnovers come. And he's your closer. This is huge. Yeah, they, they weren't getting anywhere without him. They gave no. up 118 rushing yards last mm. week to Detroit. Yeah. Detroit looked too much. Too much. Yeah. Too much. And it did, they got no pressure on Jared Goff. Yeah. Look how good Jared Goff yeah, looked. Exactly. He's fine. Back there. Yeah. What should he say? I can do it. <laughs> and they going to go far, but. Enjoy we trust. <laughs> <We're gonna> do- <laughs> the slot receivers will be very busy. Yeah. But the point is, he is the closer and he is consistency. He is the Mahomes on that side of the ball, so you had to have him in the building. And with the questions that we have about Kelsey's health, you can't be without two mm. of your top three best players for the season. And yeah. Kelsey's not out for the season, but it's just not, it's not a question. They're 4-4 four and four without him. They're 48-11 and 11 when he plays. That's average. 
Well, it absolutely is average. For, <laughs> the definition of average. For context, when Chris Jones has at least half a sack, the Chiefs are 15 and 2, That's mm. including the playoffs. That's, That's just a half a sack. Just was. a half. <laughs> just a half. Okay, staying in the AFC, one of the most highly anticipated games is the game between the Browns and the Bengals. Like, that was the game. Burrow, Watson, Burrow, Watson, Watson, Burrow, Higgins, Miles Garrett. This was supposed to be the game between two of the highest paid players in ball. Again, look at these numbers. Astonishing. They have the most guaranteed money in the NFL, these two players. $230 million for Watson, $219 million for Burrow. Let's get it to us. We are in overtime. We got to spend a little bit more time on this one. Shady, are you worried at all about Joe Burrow after how bad he looked last night? For context, he only had 82 passing yards. Mm. Last time he had that few passing yards, 2017, at Ohio State, not LSU, before he transferred, at Ohio State when he came in the game in relief of JT Barrett. That's just context, America. Mm. He was bad yesterday. He just got paid, calf injury coming off of it. You worried at all? Not even an inch worried about it. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? We talking about Joe Burrow? The, the LSU Joe Burrow? Yes, sir, that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, he changed that whole, that whole franchise. Oh, yeah, that He's why they gave him $219 million guaranteed because he changed the whole franchise around. I'm not worried about Joe Burrow. I will say this, though. When you don't play in the preseason games at all and you have some injuries in camp, it shows mm -hmm. in the game. Mm -hmm. Even myself, and I think very highly of myself, when I would play certain games, after a certain amount of years, they would stop playing me in the, in, the, in the preseason games. And when I got to the real game, it, it would hurt me. I would be rusty. You know, um, the, the normal cuts I would make, I'm tripping over my feet. Small things. I start pacing. Even some of the passes I've seen from, from Joe Burrow, that's not him, right? The one down to Higgins on the sideline, burnt the, he burnt the guy, the cornerback, easy touchdown. He, he, he threw it out of bounds. Mm -hmm. That ain't Joe Burrow. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, last year, he started with four picks against the Steelers. Steelers, two touchdowns, four interceptions. I panicked. Lost. Yeah, I started panicking. They lost the game after lost that. Lost the game to the Cowboys. I started panicking. Super rush. And then Joe Burrow arrived. Yes, sir. And there was no more panic. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah. A-Rod said it best. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I'm with you. I mean, and the reason why we're sitting here saying we're not an inch worried is because JoJo Burrow has shown us ain't no need to worry, right? We, we all knew, even with Joe Burrow, the Bengals always start slow since Joe Burrow has been there. Mm -hmm. And then they come around and they start winning football games and they start looking the way they're supposed to look. Joe Burrow looking like he in MVP form. You know, but one thing that did stood out in this game, and that's the offensive line. Right? Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. Joe Burrow is going to find a way to help his team win games. But they could not block nobody. Miles Garrett had himself a day with pressures, with sacks and all that. They, they, they could not block anybody. But as for Joe Burrow... With our own two eyes, we have seen him change this organization around. So after one game, I'm not going to say, ah, I'm worried about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow will figure out a way to get his offense back on the right track. Oh, ye of little faith. Come on. Show a little more equity than that, right? <laughs> you have one bad game, one bad game, divisional game right. against a really good Browns team. Zero percent worried. Shady already mentioned how they started last year. And look. I think we all gave it, we gave it a little pause after the way they started. Like, oh, okay, hold on. This is a Super Bowl hangover. It's going away. Oh. What happened? AFC Championship game. Yeah. So I, I, gotta give, I have to give Joe a, a pass on one bad game. Now, the offensive line is concerning. Mm -hmm. That's, there's, there's things to be concerned no about. Bad. But Joe Burrow is not the one that worries me. He, and he's not the one that had stuff to prove yesterday either. So he's built up enough equity that we know not only yes, can they has. start slow, they can recover, although this is not ideal, and it's not ideal to lose a divisional game. They do traditionally start slow, and he has enough equity to know that he's not the one that I'm worried but about. But are we rewarding bad behavior in the sense of if Dak Prescott would have 82 passing yards, <laughs> we would lose <laughs> our mind. Yes, we would. Yes, <laughs> if Patrick Mahomes would have 82 passing yards, yeah. We'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, not disrespecting the equity. Would be, you're too good for that to happen. If Aaron Rodgers has 82 passing yards tonight, mm. the Those conversation. Those are really different conversations. They are. Different situations. They are. But I'm simply saying no starting quarterback in the National Football League under any circumstance should have 82. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we watched Justin Fields and do you, it. And you let us. Uh, no, and we watched. And then we, uh, we, everybody like it was normal. But well, you, he ran for 20 yards. So I was like, you know what I mean? but, 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 you, but you remind us of that. Like, that's how abnormal but it is. I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, you've, you've got, we watched the game also. Like, mm -hmm. it was one of those games. They got beat. Yeah. They got beat. They just got beat they, yesterday. They, they and, and, no, it wasn't good.
but you have to remember the type of player that he is. Like, Dak Prescott yeah. does that, we might be like, okay, we should be concerned. Correct. Justin Fields does that, we should be concerned. Aaron Rodgers does that after not passing for over 200 yards one time last yeah. season, we should be concerned. Joe Burrow was in the AFC Championship game after starting the season off with four interceptions in game one last year. And that line, like, I don't know, they, they, they always think. Always. Uh, Even like he was, they were doing really good, they was thinking. But it showed up, it showed up yesterday because it happened early. Yeah, right? And don't forget, we coming off a calf injury now. Mm-hmm. Do we really want to get outside this pocket and escape and run a lot yeah. and make plays and all that? No, we want to keep this pocket clean for Joe Burrow so he can step into his throes and deliver. And Miles Garrett saying, uh-uh. Uh, Zadarius Smith saying, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we come. We're going to make you uncomfortable all day. Yeah. But you're, you're right. Like, those quarterbacks you mentioned, they have shown us with our own two eyes that they're capable of bouncing back. Like, if Brock Purdy would have came Wait, who, who, out, who, I'm just two, saying the two? Aaron Rodgers. The, well, what two you say? You said what two? Deshaun? Deshaun? No, I'm oh, saying my. if Aaron Rodgers throws for 82 oh, yards, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, okay. they've oh, sh- Mahomes 82 yards. They've showed us with our own two eyes. That's not them. They'll bounce okay, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if Brock Purdy goes out there yesterday and throws for 82 yards off his injury and all that, we might be like, oh, shoot. You know, is this Niners offense all right? You know what I'm saying? You know, Tua with his injuries. Maybe if Tua goes out there, we're like, oh, shoot. Is but with these dudes, they've proven, man, with our own two eyes that, Watson, that they're yeah. able to bounce back. No, Deshaun Watson? Okay. No, <laughs> Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, family, we are in our hurry-up offense. A lot of coaches and players made incredible debuts in week one. we got to start on the positive side. Bring us in the four box. Let's look at the shining faces. Okay, who had the best first impression on a new team? My answer, Baker Mayfield. He got a W. He's replacing Tom Brady, replacing the GOAT. They're playing the Vikings. Remember, the Vikings, they won 11 games last year decided by one possession or less. Insert Baker Mayfield. It was a one-possession game, and Baker and the Buccaneers handed the Vikings their first game loss by one possession in over a calendar year. Joy, my most exciting Baker Mayfield. I'm going with Zay Flowers. We were really excited about what he was going to look like, and he answered nine receptions for 78 yards. He looked exciting. He looked electric. That's an exciting combination. Great start for him. I like it. I got to go with Agent Zero, and that's Calvin Ridley. I told y'all before the season even started that Calvin Ridley is that dude. He possibly can lead this league in receiving yards, but Ooh, I just got to like ease it. off on it because Tyreek Hill just went. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this car another route. Another route. I'm, I'm going with the, the Jets. I'm going with Xavier Gibson. Mm-hmm. Undrafted the player. He didn't know he was going to make the team. Won the game. He made the team. He won the game. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, they want to see Aaron Rodgers, New York yeah. Jet. They didn't get to see him. Mm-hmm. They got to see Xavier Gibson. Look at this, t- this touchdown Woo-hoo. right here. Oh. And let, real quick, this, this, that, that was the third uh, um, walk-off touch, uh, punt return in the NFL in the last, what, 65 years. So that's, that's pretty great. That's pretty Shout great. out to him. Him, but now it gets concerning, y'all. I'm a little bit concerned about Todd Munkin, offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, he spent the last two years at the University of Georgia in college. We thought the Ravens' offense was going to be way more dynamic, way more explosive. But if you all watched that game, it looked like a Greg Roman offense yeah. with more space. So I'm a little concerned after week one, Joy. I, well, I like to say flowers, so obviously I'm not concerned about the Ravens' offense. I'm not really overreacting to anything in week one. I will sprinkle a little bit on Kellen Moore. You know, the Dolphins did win that game. The Dolphins got it done. They had some big expectations. It was mostly a running offense. And they didn't get it done, even though they had the ball in their hands at the end of the game. For me, I'm going to the Broncos just as a team, as a whole. You thought we were going to just see something totally different. And as I was watching that game, I seen a lot of the same mm. thing. Still, 16 points. We've been saying if mm. they score 18 points, they win seven more games last year, whatever it may be. It looked like the same Broncos, man. Got me worried over here. If they had scored 18 points, they would have won. won. I'm going to the shy town. Uh-oh. I'm concerned about DJ Moore. Ooh. And it's not his fault. Uh-oh. Mm. Because if he didn't know who Justin Fields was, and if you don't know, now you know. He cannot throw the ball. He had two catches for 25 yards. That's all he had. Now, my thing is this. They said that they get some weapons, that he would have 1,000 yards if he did stand in third. Well, he has a wide receiver. DJ Moore is very, very good. It's the same results. I hate to say it, but DJ, come to Philly, though. We got you. <laughs>
Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Okay, family, second and short, second topic of the day. Got to keep this one tight, but boy, is it good. See, Michael Parsons, after his game, had some comments on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, remember, blew the San Francisco, blew the Pittsburgh Steelers out, quarterbacking the San Francisco 49ers, two touchdown passes yesterday. And Michael Parsons, he didn't hold back. Take a listen. And I just don't think that we should sleep on Brock Purdy no more. I think Purdy's a top 15 quarterback. There's things that we still want to see from Purdy. Not when Purdy's winning, but when Purdy's down. James, I love having you on the show, man. <laughs> you are, you know, in the top 50th percentile of anybody I've ever worked with on television, Ooh, man. Yeah, you, you know I mean? You're in the top yeah. 50th percentile. You know, you, you dress average. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You speak average. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we can't sleep on you, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're a real good average person. Gotta see me when the show down. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt about those comments. No doubt. Like, Michael Parsons was trying to pay Brock Purdy a compliment, mm-hmm. but don't say that Brock Purdy's top 15 as if it's a compliment. It's not. Yeah. It's only 30 starting quarterbacks in the league. Obviously, there are 32 teams, but usually one to three teams have a fringe starter. Mm -hmm. So I only consider there to be roughly 30 starting QBs in the league. And you're saying he's top 15? Mm. Nah, if anything, keep his name out your mouth. That's it. It's not applicable. He hasn't started enough games for me to grade him. I'm not going to talk about him. But don't sit here and try to compliment him and say he's top 15 as if that's a compliment. No doubt. He's 7-0 and as a starter. Mm-hmm. If you include playoffs, he is 9-1, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 8-1. and one. And mind you, he's won every game that he has started and finished. If Brock Purdy walks onto the field and walks off of the field, when the clock reads zero, the Niners win. Undefeated. Undefeated. So top 15 was, like, repulsive to me. James, what you think? I agree with you. I mean, it ain't never a compliment if somebody say I'm average. I don't care what I'm doing. I don't care if I'm bowling. I don't care if I'm playing (laughs) soft. A compliment saying somebody average, that that ain't no compliment. That's like, hold on, bro. So you saying all these other dudes is better than me? I agree with you. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, and this wasn't too nice because this is just basically saying Brock Purdy's average, then just keep his name out your mouth. It is a small sample size. Has Brock Brock Purdy played well? Absolutely. You know, and it's a lot of those quarterbacks that's under those 15 that you can argue is better than Brock Purdy with what they've done in the National Football League. So for me, Micah, you calling him average. You're saying you want to see how he play if he down or, you know what I mean, can he throw his team back in the game? That's really what he's trying to get to. But... That ain't no compliment. That's sh- that, that shade on the low low that you, you, you top 15, you know what I'm saying? You, you average dude, you know what I'm saying? And average ain't going to beat us, what he's saying. Mm. I'm not great at math, but how many uh, teams are in the National Football League? 32. 32. What's half of that? 16. 16. So he's saying he's above average. Mm. <laughs> at a minimum. I mean, I don't want to be technical, but like math. It seems like he said he's above average. And he didn't specify where in that top 15 he put him. I bothered, did a little quick little list myself. Mm -hmm. I have him at about 13, Mm. which is well above average. Mm. So he's not a top five. He's not a top 10 quarterback. Saying someone is 13th in the league is actually a massive compliment, considering the fact that Brock Purdy doesn't have a full resume to examine. He said he's above average. If we're just going to be literal and count the numbers, he said he's above average, right? I'm not, I'm not it's, it is right. I'm well, there's right. context. Uh, there, yeah, like, yeah, context. No, the context is I'm right. <laughs> it's 32 teams and he said he's above average. So I understand what he's trying to say here. Mike is not actually throwing shade. He's saying he wants to see how he plays when they're playing from behind, which they won't be doing much this year, we imagine, because the defense is that good. And there is still stuff that we need to see from Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's performance on Sunday, I think, is, is widely going overlooked. It is very significant that Brock Purdy played the way that he did against the Steelers. While we don't know what the Steelers are going to be this year, we know they're well-coached and they have a lot of good pieces on the field, particularly on the defensive side, which showed up on Sunday, right? 
Mm-hmm. That's not a, it's not a small thing that he came in after that injury and this offseason and how the season ended for him last year and looked lockstep like he did at the end of the season before he got injured. It's a big deal. But he still he hasn't played an entire season of football yet. He's played nine games. So really for him to even say he's top 15 is shade to everybody else who has an actual resume, if you want to look at it that way. It's all a matter of perspective. But I don't think Micah's shading him at all. No, nah, Micah's not shading him. First of all, us Harrisburg guys, he's from Harrisburg, from Harrisburg. <laughs> we, sometimes we say things and we just, we, see, we say what we feel. And he didn't really break it down, but he did say this. He said, um, we got to stop sleeping on Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. right? As in, yo, this dude's pretty good. And when, he, when he's saying sleeping on him, he, he is, what, last pick in the draft. Yeah. He was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. He came back this year. You weren't expecting this much. And when you talk about top 15, it's like, yo, if you tell me a quarterback, last pick in the draft, still young, now you go from being just a guy, one of the guys to a top 15 dude, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And then when you look at Brock Purdy, I'm going to be honest about this thing, man. Brock Purdy right now, he's the second best quarterback in the NFC. Okay. And I'm not and hold on, I'm not talking about no resumes, because if we don't resume, he won't be nowhere near that. Got, of course. You know, some of these guys throw for like 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 Matthew Stafford throw for so many yards. Mm. We just talking about playing today, right now. You put him on the Cowboys offense, I'm nervous. What? Brock Purdy? I'm nervous. What? So despite how y'all feel about that, right now I got him the second best quarterback behind. But I then mean, you know. But then I'm confused though, two no. five. Okay, talk to me. If if no. Brock in your mind is the second best quarterback in the NFC, mm-hmm. then how can Micah saying that he's top fifteen not be an insult? Well, well, his hold up, top fifteen. You don't know where that might be. He said he's a fifteen best quarterback. I know top fifteen. He, he might be. I know it's 12, not top 10. 13, I don't I know. know it's not top ten. W- whatever, whatever it may be. That's that's his it's his opinion. First of, of all, of course. My opinion is I think he's the second best quarterback in the NFC behind Jalen Hurts. But he's saying like, yo, he went from being undrafted. So to being a, a young a young quarterback undrafted, you going last pick in the draft. Last pick in the draft. Mm. You, you, the, the way you're going to approach that game, the game plan is like, okay, listen, be safe. Yep. Like Zach Wilson, you would think that Zach Wilson would be like Purdy because of the, the draft. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, oh, safe. Let the defense go out there and do everything. We're going to be safe with the offense. Nah, when you watch Brock Purdy against Steelers, they're like, look, hey, here's the offense. Do your thing. And he did his thing. We throwing the deep. We throwing short routes. We doing everything. He's scrambling. So my thing is this. I get what Michael was saying, and I just feel like he's, he's basically giving him credit for being the last pick in the draft mm. and being a top 15 quarterback. And he's technically like still a rookie. And all he these dudes, all these dudes making $100-something million dollars and all that, he right there with them. $160 million, $130 million. He making, he making what I'm making right now. <laughs> I mean, he's top 15. It's, it's 32 quarterbacks. It's 32 running backs. Obviously, you can't go off receivers because two of them tried out there, three of them tried out there a ton. Um, I'm talking to you, Acho, but I know Shady, listen. Always. <laughs> if somebody told Shady, you're a top 15 running back in this league. <laughs> That's disrespectful. I'm not the last pick in the draft. It don't matter. That's average. Average. How, how, however you want to slice Who, it and dice listen, it. Listen, not to make you turn on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has played in nine games in this league. Nine. Nine. If, you, if, if somebody told Shady that in his rookie year, nine games I'm in, excited. His nah. rookie year, Brock Purdy is technically still a rookie. He's played in nine games. But he hasn't you, even played in a full season. Be literal, season. though. Be literal. Yeah. If, he's, if, if 16 is average, he's not technically a rookie. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Watch this. Watch this. What's, what's the NFL, all these NFL players on this, on, this, on this panel, what's the rule for rookies? What's the rule? What, what makes you not a rookie ne- the next year? Play three it, games. Ain't, it ain't your second year. Play three games. Play what? Three games. And your second year. I'm, I just told you, you, play three games. Play, no, no, no. Play three games in the second year. In the you second gotta, year. You, you know these rules. You know the rules. <laughs> I, I'm not, not going to get lost. Oh, now. that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to get lost now. Vested season is three games. So he's not a rookie because he's played three games in his first year. So he's on his second year. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not going to go. But they, we they know, know what I'm talking he about. Hasn't played, but he not, he hasn't but played he's not saying rookie to, to quarterbacks, though. Him, an entire... Yeah, but that's the point. The point is for him to put him up there that high already without him having the resume that he has shows the respect that he has for him because he's only played in nine games. Whether he's technically a rookie or not, he hasn't played an entire NFL season worth of games yet. Then don't, and then it's very simple for me. Just don't say nothing. That's it. Because my thought though, Joy, is like of the nine games he's played or the eight games if you're talking regular season, seven games if you're talking regular season, he hasn't lost. He set an NFL record two touchdown passes in every game that he's won to start your first six and seven games. And he led his team to an NFC championship game of which he didn't finish. So he's also incomplete. So all I'm saying is, like, don't don't even talk about Purdy because top 15 isn't a compliment. Now, if you want to say the context of being the last pick in a draft, two top, 
Forget context. He's in the league now. But why, but why would you not include context? Because I remember my rookie year, you come back in the league and people talking about, oh, where you get drafted, where you get drafted. And everybody say, shut up. You ain't out of college no more. You're in a league now. We all in a league. We all sitting at this desk. It don't matter where you went to school, where you went to school, where you went to school. We all sitting on speak now. Mm-hmm. So when it's so just kind if, of if, what it is. So if, if Micah has him at 11 best quarterback or 12 best quarterback, is that good? I'm asking, a, you, a compl- I'm asking you guys. A compliment would be he a top 10 quarterback. Well, that would be a Answer the question. Wow. I mean, he hey, got to hey, have him in the top wait, 10 wait, if he's the second best wait, quarterback in, wait, the, in wait, the, wait, the NFC. Hold on, hold on. I just want to ask the question. Yes, sir. That's, yes, sir. That's yes, like sir. answers. I apologize. I know you guys I love to be lawyers. I know that. I apologize. If, if Micah Parsons has him at number 11 okay. or 12 best quarterback, Still is that right. good? No. That's bad? Yeah, to me. Shady, so you got him second best quarterback in the NFC, which means you have him top 10, correct? We're talking about Micah. We're not talking about Shady McCoy. But I'm just saying. What, you, what? Just, you just said that he's the second best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. So yeah. you, that means you have him as a top 10 quarterback, mm-hmm. right? So, Micah, if you think this dude can play, a compliment would be, hey, quit sleeping on Brock Purdy. He a top 10 quarterback. That's a compliment. <laughs> a top 15, wherever you got him, he could have him at 15. We don't know. Okay. That's average. But, no, but if he's 15, he's actually, again, technically above average because there's 32 teams in the league. But we're arguing some What about 11? What about 11, Joy? I mean, I have him at 13. He didn't say 11. I have him at 13. But here's the question, really. Here's, <clears throat> here's another question. We're doing questions today. Here's another question. If Brock Purdy played the next three games and looked just like a rookie, what would we say? Asses too. What would we say? I would say that he's average. Exactly. What Mike is saying. Would it be the end of the world? Would everyone start pulling their eyeballs out of their heads because this is a guy that's been paid $160 million or we've committed five years to him? No. We would say he hasn't played a full NFL season, so maybe he's still making rookie-like mistakes, and no one would be shocked, right? Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that. I actually don't think he will. Of course not. But the fact that that is a factor in Brock Purdy's story because he currently hasn't played 17 games in the league, and he was the last pick in the draft, and he is coming off of an injury last year, Micah Parsons saying he's top 15 is a wild compliment. You used a hypothetical that hasn't happened to potentially pull Brock Purdy down. If he did that, I'm with you. He'd be average. If he had three bad games, now you look at his sample size, he would have played 12 games, 11 games, three of which would have been bad, one of which would have been hurt, eight of which would have been good, average. But every game he has played has been So he's going to play this good. way forever? He's never going to have a bad game so ever? So what, what, what about 11, though? I'm serious about this one. What if he has been 11? Because, like, that is part of a top 15. I, I think that is disrespectful. And the reason I think that's disrespectful is because I don't think there are 10 quarterbacks who could operate within the Niners' offense like Brock Purdy does. I do not think there are eight quarterbacks who could operate within the Niners' offense like Brock Purdy does. I was thinking about this getting ready for the show. There are eight. some – There are some. think about this, too. Five rock with me for a second, if you can. There are some great actors that are great in certain roles. They're not a top 10 actor, but in that role – they was top 10. So if, Brock, if you put Brock Purdy on the, on the Bills, put the you put Brock Purdy on the Eagles, he's going to be as good as he was with the Niners. No. no. Bingo. You're exactly right. And that's the so point So how does he above all of these other be- talented quarterbacks that you think you could put anywhere and they'd have success? Because we're talking about Brock Purdy with the team he plays on. Everything you're saying is exactly right. But there are players in the league that you could put on other teams and we know they would be successful based no on doubt. the talent and the resume and that they have. That's why they're ahead of Brock Purdy, in my opinion. How we, many of them? Can we, look, how about this? How, we got some time. Let's just start naming quarterbacks. Since you guys, can you two just start naming quarterbacks? Because you said eight, which was correct. Okay, so let's, let's go through some of the names, and I, I, I'm gonna shut up and just let you do the names. It's, it's nuanced. It's nuanced because what I'm saying is, I mean, you can argue a lot of them, though. Yes, right? but I got I got them right here. One, Mahomes, of course. Allen, two. no, Burrow. Allen would not be as good with the 49ers as Brock Purdy is. Let, let's just say who's better right now. I, 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 this is this is getting it's, crazy. He would not, and you know Ooh. that. You know that to be a. So what you're arguing? Wait, wait, wait. So what you're saying? It's just Brock Purdy on the Niners. If you are only good within the system that you are on, are you actually as talented as quarterbacks that we know would be successful on multiple teams? And that, I think, is a really good question. Yeah, but that's what Mike is talking about. That's the point. The point is we think Brock Purdy is great with Kyle Shanahan because he has been great with Kyle Shanahan. Correct. He's played in nine games. Brock Purdy has a lot more to do in the league, and and we will see it. And I think Brock Purdy is great. I think he's proven he's capable of winning games and – and I'm happy to watch the Niners this year. I think he's the starting quarterback, and I think he should be. But we're talking about talent and where you're placed, and Micah's talking about what we should fear in him. Him, 
him. You're talking about talent on one hand, and you want to have context there, and now you're removing the context on the other side. It's the same, well, it's the same thing that Micah actually did about Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing we've collectively done about Jalen Hurts. Jay, Micah said last year, not my words, Micah's words in his no interview, yeah. Jalen Hurts within that scheme. Yeah. Oh, it's everybody else. It's Sirianni's scheme. It's the same dilemma that he's doing. I think Jalen Hurts in the Eagles offense is an all-pro. Yeah. He's proved it. I think so, Brock Purdy in the Niners offense is a pro bowler. So, Can, can, so, can, we, can we not do this, the, the, the scheme and all that? Because that's, that's like a whole football dive. Let's just yeah. talk about as quarterbacks, right? There's a lot of running backs. I thought they weren't that good. They were in good systems. Yep. Let's just talk about yeah. good quarterbacks. Yeah. G- give me your list. There we go. We, we got Mahomes. One. We got Allen. Can we get Josh? Allen. Okay. <laughs> this is crazy. That was wild. We got Burrow. That's three. We got Hurts. Four. Rodgers Hurt. We got Tua. Five. Trevor Lawrence. Six. Justin Herbert. Seven. Lamar Jackson. Eight. Dak Prescott. Jared Goff. Oh, slow, slow down. Mm. Wait, wait, hold up. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm just naming the names. I'm not saying in my order. All I'm right, just giving you the quarterback. Are y'all taking Dak over party right, right now? I am. When you talk about no system and okay, quarterback, okay, 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 I'm go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. All right. That's, so, nine, that's nine. So Dak Prescott was at 10. All right, you got Russell yeah, Wilson at 11. Jesus nope. Christ. Kirk Cousins at 12. Geno Smith, 13. Sean Watson. Jared Goff. Brock Purdy, 15. Now, behind, Goff, Goff might get him. Let me, go, let me just go behind Purdy, right, because this is what they got the quarterbacks ranked. Uh, they got Purdy at 15, all right, average. Behind them is Derek Carr. I know 16 is <laughs> average. Derek Carr is behind them. Daniel Jones is behind him. Deshaun Watson's behind him. Matthew Stafford's behind him. Jimmy G's behind him. Kenny Pickett's behind him. Baker Mayfield, Jordan Love, and, and the rookie. And so on. So the two I would think is uh, Stafford's a good one. Is he better than Deshaun? Right now, yes. Yeah, of course. Yes. But I think Stafford's one that we got to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you and then uh, golf. Golf? Golf been, so, been solid. Other, after them two, like, so if, we, if, mid, if, so, if we just talking about Play the play. So we agree with Micah. He's a middle of the pack quarterback. Well, if I ask yourself, if you have him eleven or twelve, like, is that not good for the last pick in the draft? That's crazy to me. Yes. I mean, top twenty for the last pick in the draft is good, but is it a compliment Uh, from Micah? Top. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, family, it is time for a pick six. I am going to pick the top six teams in the NFL right now. Now, attention, y'all, very quickly. This isn't college. This is not the most deserving. I am telling you all who I think are the six best teams. Again, not most deserving, best. At number six, Kansas City Chiefs. There's a reason I started with the qualification, because the Chiefs are the only team that did not win that I still have in my top six because of equity. Travis Kelsey should be back. Chris Jones should be back. I think the Kansas City Chiefs, top six team. At number five, it's the team that beat the Chiefs. I obviously have to show them respect. Detroit Lions went to Arrowhead and served Patrick Mahomes the first opening weekend loss of his illustrious career. At number four, equity is given and equity is owed to the Philadelphia Eagles. They did not look good in New England, but they still came out of there with the dub 25 to 20, found a way to get it done. At number three, Miami Dolphins. Joy sings it better on Miami tune than I Dolphins. do. But the Miami Dolphins in L.A. Chargers to a 466 yards, three touchdown passes. Nothing else needs to be said. At number two, the San Francisco 49ers. They went to Pittsburgh and handed Mike Tomlin a 30-7 to loss. Embarrassed Tomlin in his own home field. And at number one, that's a team that whooped. Whooped, beat the brakes off of the New York Giants with the whole world watching. That's the Dallas Cowboys. I got the Chiefs. I got the Lions. I got the Eagles. I got the Dolphins. I got the Niners. And the best team in football right now, in my mind, for my money, the Cowboys. Got to bring in my dog, James Jones. I want to hear your six. I want to hear your six. I want to hear your six. Well, first off, 
I, I ain't like Acho. If you ain't winning week one, <laughs> I forgot what you done did last season. I ain't with that. Also, I know Chiefs won a Super Bowl, but I can't do it. I'm going right here. The team that beat the Super Bowl champ. I'm with right? it. I'm with it. I'm the with Detroit it. Lions. I don't care what you say. You got to play the football games and you play who is out there. And that's what Detroit did. And they won, ran the ball well, found a way to win. Detroit did not Detroit. And then I got to go Philly, right? Listen, you are the defending NFC champion. You are going to get everybody's best shot. Best we shot. know that. Bill Belichick put together a good game plan, rainy and all that, but you found a way to get the W. That's all that matters. I put you at five. And then, I mean, we ain't even got to talk about what Tua did. We seen with our own oh, two Tua. Eyes. Tua. How special Tua, Tua. Tyreek Hill, Waddle, it does not matter. They went to work. If you score 38 points, 36 points, whatever they score, you ain't going to lose too many football games. I like the Dolphins. Right? And then these next three, let me tell you something. Forget the offense. I don't care nothing about the offense. These teams right here, the Brownies, they got that <laughs> defense on Joe Burrow. And that defense ain't changing. They have two really good pass rushers in Zadarius Smith and obviously Miles Garrett moving them all over. That defense went to work on Joe Burrow. 80 yards passing? You don't expect that from Joe Burrow. That's the Brownies. And then the Niners, we seen what they did. Went out there to Heinz Field and said, Ooh. you know what? I know everybody hyping y'all up. Coach Tomlin don't lose. Kenny Pickett getting better. The Niners said, we don't care about none of that. All right, y'all take this. We out of here. Seven points. You ain't going to win too many games like that. Cowboys. Yeah. 40. The Nuggets? It don't even be said. It don't even Nothing else need to be said. Numero uno. Coach Nothing Mike, I got said. you. Well oh, done, Coach Mike. Okay, here is what is interesting, though. The Cowboys are number one. We find that fascinating. However, the Chiefs are not on James's list. No, no. And they are uh, six on my list. <laughs> Uh, Joy, are you still worried about the Chiefs? No. Mm. Kelsey's back. Chris Jones is back. They're 68-17 and when the three of them play. They have five straight division titles today. Three AFC champions together. Three AFC championships. Two Super Bowls. It's a pretty good combination, the three of them. And Kelsey's had 12 days off since that injury Mm. to rest and recover. And for all our panic, for all our fear... How bad that game looked. They, they lost by one point. One point. One point. <laughs> Passing with eight drops. They had 226 yards. Detroit had 253. They had 19 first downs. The Chiefs had 17. Ooh, acting like they got blown out or something. Like, they look, they look bad receiving. You know, eight drops was eight drops. Was, you know? I dropped a couple. Somebody got to have some. Everybody had popcorn before the game. I don't know what was going on. I don't anticipate that happening again. And Kelsey's back and Chris Jones is back. Mm-hmm. So, no. I'm, have no fear. The trio is here. Two fives. Still worried about them? Yeah. No, I'm not worried about that at all. Oh. No. No. I mean, they're getting the band back together. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jones looks happy to be back. Travis Kelsey can't wait to get back. And uh, they got all their, their, their main weapons. I mean, like you just talked about, they, they lost that game by, by one point. They had all them drops, all them, all them, them, them bad play by the Chiefs, which you don't ever see. Very well-coached team. They had a bad game. And they had a bad game with, with their best players out. Like Kadarius Tony. I've seen so much talk about him. He's this, he's that. He's a good player. I don't know what people think. He's a good player. And he won't have another game like that. Yeah, he dropped some balls over and over game. That happens, right? I wish he didn't, but that happens. Yeah. He missed a lot of time in, in, in the preseason, and he missed a lot of time in training camp. That happens. I look forward to seeing him bounce back. I look forward to seeing Kelsey drive the, 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 the car, right, and have the guys outside helping him out. Yeah. Now we got our main guy there who, who, who the backups don't have to get all the attention. It's going to be back to, the, to regular programming. Yeah. Once Kelsey, like, 80-some lines up at tight end. I mean, I, they're not on Come my on. list because you 0-1. Um, but what are we talking about? What are we talking we about? It's the Chiefs. I know we can't see this dude face behind us right here, but Patrick Mahomes is still there. So oh, we, we can see him. about bouncing back. Patty Mahomes runs this team. Patty Mahomes is... He is, the, he is the chef in the kitchen on this team. You get two of your best players back. I do believe they will bounce back. You ask me in three or four weeks, the Chiefs probably be up in there. But right now, they are not. But absolutely. Patty Mahomes have shown you year in and year out that they're going to be up. Have you heard about Fox Super 6? It's the free new game on the Fox Sports app that is giving away $10,000 in cash prizes every week. All you have to do is answer six fun, quick questions about this week's NFL matchups. The questions range from picking winners of games to predicting four-player performances. It's fun and, again, free to play. 
Play Fox Super 6. Just download the Fox Sports app and make your picks for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. When your picks win, you win money. Three total touchdowns in the game, and the run game was on full display. 259 yards. Eagles off to a 2-0 start after that win last night against the Vikings, bringing us back on camera, back on camera. Okay, the jokes were great. The fun was fantastic to start the show. But the real, real, as I was thinking about it, Eagles won. They got the W. They did whatever it takes to get the W. But I am not convinced that they yet look like the Super Bowl contenders they were last year. Oh. When I look at the context of how teams in the NFC look right now, through two weeks, it's only two weeks. Acho, relax, calm down. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But the Eagles didn't look as the Cowboys, haven't in two weeks. And in two weeks, the Eagles haven't looked as good as the Niners. So the Eagles do not look like a top two NFC team. So they don't look like those two contending Super Bowl teams that we have discussed. And the Eagles have had two stabs at it. Now, they won. Mm -hmm. Got it done. Win and advance. If we being really real, all they had to do in the playoffs last year was win. Giants game, Eagles offense didn't look great. Against the Niners, Eagles offense didn't have to look great. So the Eagles mantra has always been win and advance. But now that we have context of the entirety of the National Football League, Cowboys looked significantly better than the Eagles have in their one performance, and the Niners look significantly better than the Eagles have in their one performance. So, Jay, I don't yet see the Eagles as that same dominant team yet that they were last year. How do you see them? I'm with you. Uh, The blessing about it is we're talking about corrections and not playing the right way after W's, right? So Mm -hmm. I know the Philadelphia Eagles will live with that, right? Because they're like, okay, we ain't playing our best football, right? We ain't really got a rhythm on offense yet with the new offensive coordinator, but we find a ways to win. But you're right. Jalen Hurts does not look like the Jalen Hurts of last year, right? And, and that's just, it could be, it's only two games with this offensive coordinator. It, it could be all that. It could be no preseason like you, it could be all that. Him trying to find, but he does not look like the Jalen Hurts of last year. In five quarters, he got two turnovers and it, and it should be three. Right. In seven games last year, he had two turnovers. Right. When you look at this offense, you got those two explosive plays in the passing game to, to uh, Devontae Smith. Other than that, the Boobers came out in Philly. They That's how bad the offense was looking early on in that game until they said, you know what? And I, I kind of felt the offensive coordinator said, you know what? I'm going to take this ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands and I'm going to tote this yeah, thing. Yeah. And it was, what, 12 straight runs, 13 straight runs in a row? And kudos to the Philadelphia Eagles because they can do both. And they answered the bell with with, uh, Swift being able to run the ball. But this does not – I'm with you. It does not look like a Super Bowl contender, and they do not look like they can mess with the Cowboys or the Niners. And it's only two weeks for the Eagles and one week for the Cowboys. But it don't look like that. It don't look like that. I'm just using my eyes like you tell me, Shady. You, That's did, it. T- you did tell him, Shady, to use his eyes. I'm just using my you eyes. You told him to use his eyes. That's what you told him. <sighs> Counseling. <laughs> good, good take, brother. Yeah. We're here on a Friday, right? It's Friday? It's Friday. It's Friday. And the conversation sounds like the Eagles lost. Right. Oh. The conversation sounds like the Eagles lost. Not that their first game at home, they won. I guess mm-hmm. a, a solid team, good quarterback, one of the best receivers in the league. It's like we lost. So Jalen Hurts, he, he could have threw the ball more efficient. Mm-hmm, of course. He could have had more touchdowns. No doubt. Right? No doubt. Uh, 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 defense probably could have played a little better. No doubt. Right? But at the end of the day, we won the game. And, no doubt. And I, you played this game, right? No question. And I so have it. I. Yeah. And the, the main goal in every game you play is w. to what? W. It's to win the game. No doubt. But listen, I can say this, and I can be fair and honest. It's my team. I'm biased, but I'll be honest. It wasn't our best performance. Thank you. That's it, Shady. That's but, all we asked. But it's always some good and some bad. No question. And in, in, in the bad, because we didn't play great. Yeah. But in the good that I found out is that we have a number one running back, yeah. DeAndre yeah. Swift. Yeah. So when our MVP quarterback or the pass game is not working out, no we can go to that running game. No doubt. And we can ask the running back to carry the load and like he, he did. did. And he did. Carry the load. Yeah. 175 Ooh. yards, got crazy, crazy Ooh. busy. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. When you take something that's great from a team, right, take that away. Yeah. What else can they do? Mm-hmm. We can run the ball. And now I know that, That's and now facts. the world knows that. That's facts. It's going to be dangerous to deal with us. You preach it. So, and last thing before I'm done, when the Chiefs won the championship last year, right, mm-hmm. it looked different. It did. It looked different. It did. Why can't we do the same? Mm-hmm. We might have to run the ball more this I year. I'm saying you can't. Because when we get that ring, it don't matter. We get this ring, close, I need a close-up. <laughs> can you take his one shot, please? Come on now. Can you take his one shot, Come on, I need a onesie. When we get this ring, I got two. We get this ring right here, that's all that matters. I need a onesie. 
all that matters. That's fly, all that goes fly, baby. I'm glad you was real with yourself, though. It didn't look that good. That's I, all we asked. Who cares what it looked like? Mm. It's about wins and losses. This is not college. You don't have to win pretty. You don't have to win with flair. You don't have to win one way. Who cares? It's, it's almost like... I don't know. I'm listening to everyone talk. Shady, it feels like I'm, I just got, like, went back in time, like, to last year. The last year when everyone was saying that, can Jalen Hurts throw the ball? How are they going to be able to win if Jalen Hurts doesn't look like he can throw the ball well? One or two plays, but can he do it consistently? Right. And then they're running the ball. Are they going to be able to do that against everybody? They haven't really beat anyone. They're not really winning convincingly. They're not really putting up the amount of points that we want. It's, it's always that. It's wins and losses. That's, that's what this comes down to. And then in the end, when you're in the big game, it's anyone's game. Anyone's game. Anyone's game. So I, don't, I thought that was a great performance by Philadelphia. I'm not mm. impressed because I'm not surprised. Right. One, because that's what, you know, it's not all on Kirk Cousins yesterday, but that's, that's how it usually goes for the Vikings in prime yeah, time. the Vikings gave it up. Okay, but that's, that's what it is. Yeah. And they're still the team to beat in the NFC. Yes, Dallas had an unbelievable performance in week one, but we haven't gotten to Dallas's week two performance yet. Mm. San Francisco had an amazing performance in week two, in week one. We haven't gotten to their week two performance yet. So we don't actually have all the nuance of those two other teams who I think are going to have good games this weekend, particularly the Cowboys considering who their opponent is. But what are we talking about, Shady? What are we talking about? They're Taylor? 2-0. Why do you have to win with pizzazz? And also... It's okay to be getting better. It's okay to be working on things. As I said, we saw a lot of bad ball last weekend. I anticipate we'll see some more bad ball this weekend. I don't know if the rookies are going to come out swinging. I don't know if some of these new systems are going to be in place yet. We don't have all that information. But what I do know is the Eagles are 2-0. The reason I care, you said who cares. The reason I care, James, I can't speak (laughs) for you. But the reason I care is because... To some degree at this desk, we have to forecast, or at least I have. I try to forecast, right? Last year we saw the Vikings won 11 games by one possession, and we were like, they're winning. But they not just winning. Mm -hmm. And then came that Giants game, and none of us were surprised because we were all like, yeah, we we knew that. The Vikings were winning, but they not just winning. And so when I'm looking at this Eagles team, before I even compare them to the Niners or the Cowboys, I compare them to themselves. I compare the Eagles to themselves from last year. And I'm like, wait a second, last year Jalen Hurts threw two games, you had 576, four touchdowns and one interception. This year through two games, you got 370. Four touchdowns and two turnovers. I'm speaking of total touchdowns here, passing and rushing. So even when I compare Jalen Hurts to himself, I'm like, man, Jalen don't look just as good just yet. The only reason I care, because you ask a great question, it is, who cares? The only reason I care is because I'm like, okay, Bill Belichick had a game plan that seemingly worked to limit Jalen Hurts. Brian Flores had a game plan that seemingly worked to limit Jalen Hurts. It's a copycat league. The last thing I found interesting, and I just found it interesting. It might not matter. I get it if it doesn't to y'all. I found it interesting. In the second quarter with 10 minutes left, when Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator, chose to take the ball out of the Philadelphia Eagles' alleged best player's hands, Mm -hmm. I just found it interesting. It worked. It was smart. Run the ball 16 straight times. It was smart. It was the smartest thing the Philadelphia Eagles could have done. Brilliant. Great decision. It's what led them to win the game. But I was just sitting back like, this is weird. Like, this is weird when the Eagles are in a bind. They're running, the, the, like they're handing it off. It just felt weird to me. So, so I, I, let, me, let me just unfold all that you just said. Please do. Because I, I, I get your point. They pay a lot, Jalen Hurts, all this money. But my thing is, like, when you give money to a player, cool, right? We still got to play football. Yes, sir. And in football, we run the ball. Oh, they, they weak in the middle? Hold up. We about to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Tom Brady, the best quarterback, no, best player we've ever seen in football. Yep. This time, he run the ball all day on all night. Am I tripping? No, sir. So my thing is, like, okay, we might have... Didn't throw the ball as much as we wanted to. There were some plays that we probably could have had back. I mean, Jalen Hurst does a great job scrambling out, throws a deep ball to the right to uh, A.J. Brown, and gets mm-hmm. called back from holding. So like, we had some plays that we dismissed. Yeah. But we, we can't take, because the, the, it's money involved, take away from the game of football. But real quick, you talked about Brian Flores. Yes, sir. Hell of a defense coordinator. Brilliant defensive mind. Two years ago, he's with the Dolphins, yes, head coach, mm-hmm. and running the defense. Mm-hmm. They shut down Lamar Jackson. Do you remember that? Yes, sir. All the blitz zero concept. blitzes. Yep. Did you see a lot of blitzes last night? Yeah, uh, yep. So, and pseudo blitzes, yep. So <clears throat> the Ravens couldn't figure it out, but we did. Okay, he's, he has us numbered with the pass. Cool. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do, Joy? Run the ball. We're going to run the ball because we want to win. We can't look at all just the numbers of who's getting paid. At the end of the day, the job and the goal is to win True. football games. I won't argue and with that. And you're 2-0. The I job and the goal it. is to win football games, but that's not the question. The question is... Do the Philadelphias look like the Philadelphia Eagles need to look? The first two weeks, the answer is clearly no. 
They do not look like the Philadelphia Eagles of last year. And you can see that with just on the sideline. A.J. Brown and the quarterback going at it. They wasn't going at it. You a wide receiver. You going to sit here 100% and say that. 100% and I've been Every in Every receiver, situations. no matter what the game is, if no. it's, I play with all type of receivers. Only one I can say was different was Mike Evans. Everybody else, I don't care if we up by 30 or we down by three, I want the ball. You know how wide receivers are. You, listen, you guys are prima listen, donnas. Listen to, me. <laughs> listen to me. Number one, that wasn't being done last year, right? That is a frustration about the offense or the quarterback. I don't care how you want to slice it. I was one of them receivers. You ain't never catch me on TV complaining about The Rock, ever. You never. That, that's not what I was. If Jordy was eating, it was Jordy Day, right? But that's a frustration when you talk about how the offense is looking and on top of him not getting the ball. But even with that being said, the first two games, mm-hmm. they have not looked like the Philadelphia Eagles of last year. The first two games, he has not looked like the Jalen Hurts that was on the field last year. He just hasn't. Are they getting the W's, and is that covering up of how he's playing? Absolutely. But if they weren't getting the W's, we'd all be sitting here saying, man, this boy don't look the same as last year. This team don't look the same. But, they but the are. W's is covering it up. But that ain't the question. The question is, how do these boys look? And they don't look like Super Bowl contenders at all. But this is how the Eagles always play. Not last That's year. How- yes, it was. They win how they need to win. They absolutely played like this last year. They win how they need to win. But they look better. Like, they they, look just, better. they look better. You know what? I look at the wins and the losses right now. This is the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. It looks like to me they have two wins, by the way, against other professional teams. They get paid money too? They get paid to be there as well. Bill Belichick is the greatest defensive mind in the history of the NFL. He can't scheme something up. He can't try to take away your best player or mm. neutralize your best option because that's only what he's been doing since he got into the league. The Vikings were a good team last year. Now, part of the reason why we didn't believe in the Vikings is because of who their quarterback is, at least for me. But Vikings have a ton of talent. They still do. That's a professional team with great coaching. We just talked about what Brian Flores did. And it did work. It worked, Until right. it didn't. Because right. they didn't win the game. Right. I hear what you're saying about you want it to look a certain way. But if they're winning and finding ways to win, and more importantly, adjusting to the other team's adjustments and still able to win, that to me is comforting. Why does, why does particularly Jalen Hurts have to constantly prove himself? We talk about Brock Purdy. He's played in nine games in this league. He's a franchise quarterback. Jalen Hurts has been paid an all-pro and MVP and led his team to the Super Bowl. And every week he's got to look like prime right, Peyton right. Manning or everything's falling apart. I don't think he has to look like prime Peyton Manning. And I apologize if that's what it sounds like I'm saying. What I'm saying is he did not look through the first two and a half quarters good. You made a great point. He did realize it. To me, it just took him longer than I would have liked for him to realize it because against better competition, you wouldn't have had that advantage. If not for a fumbled punt, if not for a Justin Jefferson uh, muffed touchback, the Eagles just wouldn't have, would have been in a more vulnerable position. Mm. So I'm not asking Hurts to look like prime Peyton. What I'm saying is you can't throw a bad interception if your team is in need. Against the Patriots with three minutes left, you're hard-pressed to fumble with the game on the line. I don't need Hurts to look elite. But through two weeks, he just hasn't looked great. I, I, and, and Asha, like, you, you have a point that he's, he hasn't been as, as great as last year, right? The numbers said some of the fumbles. I mean, but, but that's football. Like, y'all acting like y'all, y'all never played this team. Like, y'all know it's, it's, it's hard to, 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 to ball out every single game. You will have bad. I've had bad games, a lot of them. I had some bad games. <laughs> but but I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm joking about it. But I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, you're trying to win. True. And, I, and I get it. You, you have a point. Like, he probably should be... The picks, the turnovers, right. Last year, it was way different. But as long as we went in games, that's all that matters. You, you can work on it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I seen you drop a lot of pass. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I did. <laughs> I did. I ain't prideful like that. Hey, hey, you going to turn on the table and bop? <laughs> hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.